Welcome to the Food Freedom Habit Podcast, where you can find freedom from food crazies using nothing but your own brain. With me, Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach. Would you like permanent food and body peace without tracking one trigger or calorie? Whether you're dealing with overeating, binge eating, bulimia, food obsession, body hate, or the endless diet cycle, we do all this without delving into past trauma, starting yet another food plan, or monitoring every meal. Live a free life aligned with your health and values. If you're ready for something real, you're in the right place. All episodes are 100% free, so please subscribe to and review our podcast. Hello, this is Coach Lydia Knight, and we are ending eating disorders and freeing women from every cage. And freedom is eating when ill. So back in my crazy days with food, I remember being really sick, like flu sick, like throwing up sick, not eating disorder throwing up, just like I'm actually have the flu sick. And I wanted the sort of foods that people want when they're nauseous. I wanted a piece of toast. I wanted some crackers. And I was so freaked out about eating carbohydrates or not pairing them properly with protein or not eating them at the right time that even in my state of illness, I was searching through the cupboards and trying to find something that would make me feel not nauseous, but didn't have carbs and didn't have calories. And I just remember being so incredibly miserable, not only because I was sick, but because I knew what would make me feel better and it felt completely out of reach. And one beautiful part of freedom is that you get to listen to your body and you get to eat in a way that is a match for what your body needs. Now, even though like I never get sick anymore, (laughs) Like I'm so much healthier than I used to be. But, you know, if I'm nauseous or if I get sick, like, I'd be like, all right, great. Let's break out the saltines. Let's just snack on these all day. Let's eat what feels nourishing. Let's eat what feels good. Let's have some soup. Let's, you know, follow what my body is telling me would be nourishing versus being so limited by whatever diet or plan or fear I had of what those foods would do. And it's wonderful to be able to nourish ourselves in lots of different states. And that's a beautiful aspect of freedom. One of our grads said the most beautiful, beautiful thing, that freedom is to outgrow your shame. So let's talk about this. So it's one of our our grads. She's been absolutely free from food for, it's going on five years now. And for her, after a lifetime of struggle and all the shame that comes along with it, she had this really beautiful experience where, you know, she had something come up and she had some, some shame around it. It wasn't anything about food, like that's just so in the past, but it was just like shame for another reason, right? And because she has mastery over her emotions now, because she doesn't go to numb her emotions with food, She just felt the shame. She let it move through her. She knows exactly how to do that. She trusts that process. And then she took her dogs for a walk and she could feel the sun on her skin and she could see the light on the leaves and she could enjoy the walk. And she was just like, I was just totally clear inside. Like my mind wasn't cycling with the shame. My body wasn't responding to the shame. It was just not there. And she says, I've outgrown my shame. I can experience it for a moment if something comes up, 
but it's not my constant. It's not my state. It's not where I live. It's not my emotional home anymore because I'm free. And in that maturity, she has outgrown her shame, which is such a beautiful, beautiful thing. So freedom is to outgrow your shame and freedom is to enjoy cooking. (laughs) So it's such an absolute joy on the side of freedom to be able to have fun with food. And many of us enjoy cooking. And it's one of those wonderful things that when you have every food and cuisine open to you because you're not freaked out about food because you're calm and steady and it's all good. You can enjoy cooking and you can make things that taste good and you can use all the flavors and you can use all the ingredients. And just today we had one of our incredible clients celebrate. She's like, I can really enjoy cooking again. And she's like, I can enjoy cooking. I can taste my food um, along the way. I can enjoy a meal. And it's this activity that brings us together in such a beautiful and human way. And to be able to access that is a wonderful joy of freedom. And freedom is learning to bake. (laughs) So with the recent happenings of the world and more people working from home, there's been a whole lot of bread being baked. And it's can be a very wonderful, fun thing to bake, to pick up a new hobby, to do something with food that is carbolicious, right? Because a lot of things that are baked, it has to do with flour and it has to do, you know, with pastries or bread or all the things that we oftentimes deny ourselves when we're in this struggle with food and then binge on when we're in the struggle with food. And to have those sorts of foods be something that are part of our creative outlet, that are something that we can enjoy, that are something that we can really taste and move on and not even worry about overeating because we have such a calm, steady relationship with food is a lot of fun. So freedom is learning how to bake if you want to. And freedom is hosting the holidays. So around the holiday time, a lot of us will get together with family and there's usually someone who hosts. And the person who hosts is gonna be around food a lot and is going to be in charge of thinking how everyone is going to eat and when they're going to eat and where they're going to eat because it's your house. And when we're in the struggle with food, that can feel extremely stressful. Like we can't have people over because we're trying to avoid stress because then maybe we'll binge or like what if we binge around other people or what if somebody catches us binging or what are we going to feed people and how are we going to explain why we're eating different things than they are. And an aspect of freedom is being able to say like, yeah, I'll host the holidays because stress doesn't make me do anything and I can be around food and that can just be one aspect of what we're doing together, but there's no shame. There's no embarrassment. There's no struggle. It's just simply what it is, is hosting the holidays and freedom is having seconds. So when we're in this place of food struggle, a lot of times we have these strict rules and oftentimes it's about the one plate where if you're going out to a buffet or if you're at a friend's house and you know there's some food out and you're gonna serve yourself up, that it's, I have to get the perfect amount of food on this one plate. Because oftentimes there's this rule against seconds. And what ends up happening is we are like, we'll have a little bit of this and a little bit of this and we've gotta get this perfect and we're totally just like obsessed and distracted on getting this right and we've got a lot of emotions and like pressure and shame and fear happening about getting it just right. And when we're on the side of food freedom, 
And when we're empowered to just eat in a calm and sane way, it just becomes a non-issue where you can put some food on your plate and if you got more than you want, you don't have to eat the rest of it. And if you eat everything on your plate and you realize you want more, you just go and get seconds. And having seconds, having an additional plate is a very normal eater thing. And it comes from being able to trust yourself where you know that you know about what amount of food that you want and you would enjoy. And if you get it in accurate amount on that first pass, then it's fine. You can just adjust. And that's such a wonderful ah, part of freedom. And freedom is food not having to be the first thing that we do when food is available. So I just got back from a conference. It was absolutely fantastic. I'm there with all of these other wonderful people and coaches from all around the world. And we had these beautiful lunches, right? And lunches where there's a dessert table and then there's a, another dessert table and there's this huge buffet of food in the middle and there's like, what kind of protein do you want? Do you want the fish? Do you want the chicken? Do you want the tofu? Do you want the beef? Like lots of different options. And back in my crazy days with food, if it was lunchtime, there would have been a lot of meaning around it. It would have either been, how can I avoid this food or how can I get just the right food or how can I make sure that I get there first to make sure that I have the selection of everything and being afraid that something's gonna run out and I'm at this conference and it's the only time I'm allowing myself to eat this way so I've gotta make sure that it's perfect and just all of this pressure. And it was just so lovely to notice because it's just like this is the new normal now but to be at the conference and have it be lunchtime and want to talk to someone and be like oh this is a great time to talk to this person <laughs> so just letting lunch happen letting people go through the line letting the food go away and it's not even on my radar because it doesn't need to be first there was something else that I wanted to be first. I wanted to have this conversation with this person. So we had that conversation. There was no time limit on that. There was no rush. There was no distraction. We just like had the conversation. And then after that conversation, I got to go and see what food was left. And it didn't matter. I got food. <laughs> there was things that weren't there anymore that had been popular and people had eaten them. And who knows what it was? It doesn't matter. I got the food that was there once I was there. And when food doesn't have to be first, when we can actually prioritize things in our life because there are so many things that are more important than being the first in line for eating, then our lives just open up in such a beautiful way. So for your next step to freedom, go to lifewithlydia.com. Thanks for tuning in. If you felt a spark here and want to see how these principles can work in your own life, here is your next step. You can book a free session with our team. We'll give you a call and together find clarity on three things. One, the exact cycle you keep getting sucked into. Two, what isn't working with your approach. And three, what's missing to close the gap between food prison and food freedom. We have helped free hundreds of women all over the world from their food struggles. These are proven principles that work, no matter how long you've been stuck. This is Lydia, the Lifestyle Coach, signing off. Mwah!